So hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Turn 5 podcast. You'll notice that I haven't opened in the usual chirpy way. That's because we're starting off on a on a very sad note this week. Um, tragically, there was quite a serious accident at the race, at the BTCC race at Brands Hatch at the weekend, where a marshal, one of the core parts of the sport that we all love, tragically lost their lives. So we would like to send our condolences and the condolences of everyone who's been on the podcast in the past um, to the family, friends of the of the marshal at Brands Hatch. Okay, let's get this week's episode underway. Before we do that, oh. also sending our best wishes to Jack Aitken as well yes. for his crash in the 24 hours of spa. Yes. Um, so let's get this week underway. Uh, I'm back. Hello, I'm also Every, back. everyone's here. <laughs> I'm yeah. also back. Um, my Turn three podcast was short lived again. My work decided to schedule me for two Mondays in a row, so that was <laughs> rather inconvenient. Um, but I'm here now, and Nia's back too, so we're back up to full strength. And what a week to do it! The Hungarian Ooh. Grand Prix. Buckle in. Uh, this is a madness. <laughs> um, could be here for some time just discussing the steward's room. <laughs> so before we get involved with that, should we start at the beginning, free practice? Well, before we do that, I, we should do what we always do at the start. Oh, God, yeah, brief. Oh. Your <laughs> um, one-sentence review of the weekend, Richard, please. Bottas bowling champion. Fair. Ben? Fair sweet. That's it? Yep. Okay. Nia? Uh, we bowling comes to life. <laughs> Alex? Uh, Christian Horner in tears again. Uh, mine would be Bottas scores a strike. He got a he got a turkey as far as I'm aware. <laughs> like yeah. I mean, I know Max didn't yeah. DNF, but he was as good as DNF'd at that point. So Lance Stroll got a lovely spare as well. <laughs> what what was he doing? Oh my god. We'll, we'll come, we'll, we'll come on, yeah. We'll we'll have to deal with the, the, yeah. the world bowling championships uh later. later on, <laughs> yeah. Uh, also because there's so much happened in Formula One and we're into the summer break and we need to fill episodes in the next few weeks. I mean, Formula um, 3 was crazy enough anyway, so... Yeah, we are going to delay talking about Formula 3 and W Series to next week's episode. And that's basically become the usual at this point. <laughs> it's yeah. because so, if, so if we have boring before. races, then we can fit everything in, but yeah. so much happens... Yeah, yeah, another Monaco, and we can fit in like five support races. Yeah, yeah. we could, <laughs> we could do like out. five months worth of content on a Monaco race. Yeah, um, but yeah, so we have decided to delay that till next week, and we'll talk about Formula Three W Series and probably something else next week. Uh, so free practice, cars, <laughs> cars like. Hitting the wall a bit. 
Well, I, I made some notes on things. I basically just watched the highlights on YouTube and wrote a few things yeah. down. So um, FP1, Alonso spun, uh, Sonoda spun, and at then the he wall. spun and hit the wall. Yep. Um, so that ruined his Friday. Max was Sonoda, fastest. Sonoda no. isn't having any sort of luck in free practice just now, is he? No. He no, seems to not. crash every week. They got out for a single lap of FP2. So I mean that's fair play from the from the mechanics to actually get that car rebuilt in time. Oh yeah, better um, than nothing. Yeah, but still, um, not ideal to have that sort of setback. But at least he didn't point, do though, what Mick is, did. Is the question? Um, well, the question at that point is: Is it worth it to go out for one lap? I mean, it's some data, isn't it? Mm. So, and I mean, he finished seventeenth in that session, so he beat some people. <laughs> Were there any penalties from practice? Uh, there were fines. Yeah, as I was say, there was probably and a reprimand. Um, yeah. It was Giovinazzi was yeah, Giovinazzi unsafe got a reprimand for impeding car ten, I believe. Gasly, yeah, exit of turn yep. thirteen, uh, and the team was fined five thousand euros for the unsafe release into stroll. Giovinazzi did not have a good week in the pit lane. Alpha didn't have yeah. a good week in the pit lane. Yeah, we'll, we'll come to that, though. <laughs> uh, other points. Mm. Uh, Max fastest in FP1, but Bottas fastest in FP2. We had record track temperatures at the Hungaro ring. I think it reached 63 degrees at one point, or something stupid. Yeah, it was absolutely um, mad. And then Schumacher had a casual 30G crash in FP3. So he did not take part in qualifying. Although it mattered. Just, I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was going to have started last anyway. He, well, he took I mean, a new uh, gearbox, didn't he? I think I saw it on a document somewhere. Probably. So, I mean, if you're last at that point, you might as well take the, the five-place grid penalty and go from 20 to, to 20th. So, fair enough. Um, I mean, that was pretty much practice everyone was struggling because the temperatures were so hot um mm. and then we went into qualifying and the I, I guess the biggest shock was george didn't make it out of q1 for the first time this year that's that's apparently the way to go just oh, yeah. make it out of q1 and <laughs> score points yeah <laughs> um science binned it in q2 and Ricardo did not get into Q3 again. <laughs> and Mercedes' yeah. strategy uh, was somewhat rendered useless by the weather because they were the only cars to get through to Q3 on mediums. So they would have had a slight difference there. Um, and then I have, to, I guess we have to talk about the, uh, the Hamilton gamesmanship that everyone was referring to. And uh, why that was actually a, a load of tosh, because the TV directors only showed us Hamilton in front of um, Verstappen, yet they didn't show us the the train of eight cars in front of him. So it was um, misrepresentative uh, of mm. of the actual events. Um, I actually, you know what, saw it screen share uh, this one. Sure. So you can see I've taken the GPS data from the, the session 
uh the, the, i don't think the times are exactly spot on but you know it's it's representative so you can see gasly is the front of the queue um and he had a minute left on the clock when he hit the apex of 14 and then leclerc went so slowly that gasly's reached the apex of turn one by the time he's at the apex of 14 yeah and everyone else you can see leaves about the same sort of gap and obviously the guys at the end just leave a gap to get over the line. Uh, unfortunately, Perez didn't. But I mean, I think this is pretty self-explanatory in the fact that I believe this is Leclerc's fault. Um, for, for that actual event, oh, I can zoom in. Um, for that actual event. Um, however, I want to stipulate that I think the stewards are at fault for this scenario because i mean we see it every year at monza and yet nothing changes um and there's a a note in the race director's event notes it's article 8.1 and it stipulates a minimum lap time between safety car line two and safety car line one it only applies on in-laps of qualifying and reconnaissance laps before the start of the race. It doesn't apply to out-laps, which I think if they just added that little stipulation of applies to out-laps, suddenly we don't have everyone in a massive queue because there's a time to stick to. Yeah. I mean, Hamilton's out-lap was the exact same time pretty much as, as the, the one before. Ones, I mean, it yeah. was a load of rubbish. Like, the you know, the yeah conspiracy theories that we always see i yeah, i mean all off air. <laughs> i mean you know I, I you you guys all know that i'm not the biggest hamilton fan and i will criticize him quite openly but in this case i'm not having it um at first with the tv direction as it was it was kind of like hmm this is like monza 2018 where he said interesting tactics to to keep pole just don't let them do the lap but then you, you actually take a magnifying glass to the situation and you see that he's got Bottas in front of him and Bottas has Ocon in front of him and Ocon has Norris in front of him and in front of him and there's just a big train. So even the, oh, just send the cars out earlier doesn't work because there's like a whole minute's worth of cars further up the road. So you'd have to send your cars out two minutes earlier than they did. So... I think the the easiest way, instead of just going, oh, just release the cars earlier, is literally just add add amend Article eight point one and say includes outlaps. Done. Yeah. Well, that's part one of we're into the stewards this episode. Mate, I've got a lot of notes. <laughs> or yeah, to come. We know. We know. Chris doesn't. He wasn't here for that bit. <laughs> <laughs> he is for uh, this bit. <laughs> Yeah, so obviously Hamilton qualified on pole, um, yeah. but I mean, that was overshadowed by everyone going, oh, it's... <sighs> so... That was part one of the great Mercedes conspiracy. Oh, yeah. uh, about there was, I mean, there was the booing at the end of Q3, which... If, yeah. if, if, if someone... If Hamilton had been, like, the last car and there was a massive, tra a massive gap in front of him, I'd maybe understand it a bit more purely from yeah. a you've denied me some entertainment viewpoint because I want on, in qualifying I want to see drivers go as fast as they can not oh, this guy's in front of me I can't go anywhere sort of thing 
Like, I just want to see the best drivers go as fast as they can and push mm. the limits. I don't want to see someone slow down just so their rival can't drive a lap. Mm. So I, 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 I would, I'd boo if that was the case. But in this situation, the only people I'd be booing are the stewards. I mean, they booed him on the podium anyway, when he, even when he, you know, take himself yeah. to the point where he looked like he was going to pass yeah, that's out. because yeah. it was one there section of fans that were booing. I mean, I did the section closest to The one that had a microphone in it. Yeah. It was a, so, a section closest to the podium that all happened to be wearing orange. Hmm. I wonder. Fans I mean, clarify, if you're going to... Don't pin that on our fans, yeah. Ben. <laughs> yeah. We're nicer than that. That was not us. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to boo statistically the greatest driver the sport has seen, for what? Because... Uh, a- because AWS disagrees driver. with you. Oh, yeah. Well, Senna <laughs> is the greatest driver of all time. Thank you very much. And Heike Kovalainen's in the top 10, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AWS also says tires have one hundred percent life left after ten laps. So it was what it was Alonso's front right had eighty yeah. percent life, but his <laughs> rear right had ten. Questionable AWS. Questionable. That's the one. That's one of the graphics I feel like just doesn't work. There's some of them are great, and then hmm. there's that one. <laughs> I, I I loved um the the striking distance graphic after Hamilton's last stop. It was like mm. Alonso in three laps overtaking difficulty, fifty percent. Cut to thirteen laps later, and he only just gets past it. Mm. Um, or it's when it came up, Saints chasing Hamilton, striking distance in eight laps. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> I don't think so. Should we? Should we start the race? The the the. Well, it was a brief start, wasn't it? Um, no. The race build-up started, and it was dry. Mm. And then it wasn't. <laughs> very it was dry, similar. It was... Very similar to the Formula 3 race that morning. It was dry, and then all of a sudden, it just wasn't. <laughs> it, was it started one... raining. It was the one race, wasn't it, where we weren't forecast rain, and we got it. Well, no, we were, no, we were forecast rain. And then yeah. it disappeared off the forecast. And then it came back. Then it rained mm. anyway. I, I just want to say, the, the way Chris said that reminded me of those memes where it's like, they were friends, but then they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> it was dry, like, then it wasn't. Oh, it's like those like real crime stories, isn't it? Yeah. It was all going yeah. well until it wasn't. But yeah, <laughs> it, it just started raining. So everyone switched to the enters. Um... Fair then we enough. had bowling. <laughs> <laughs> then the lights went out and we had bowling. Mm. No. Didn't realise the finish was so good at bowling. I, I mean, I understand cut... that they're great at curling, but that's a bit different, you know? <laughs> to cut Bottas a I mean, little wet, bit of slack. So... A little bit of slack. It was wet and no driver had done a single lap in the way all weekend. And... Oh, we're just going to say something. Oh, dear. Norris... <laughs> Dead cut in front of Bottas, which does uh, remove your downforce. Nico Rosberg said it himself. However, <laughs> he should not be doing that. Yeah, however, He's been 18... in the sport for eight years. He should know better. He should know. Drivers made it. Well, managed to break inside. Well, they didn't make it. But... <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, 18 of the 20 drivers would have made it, 
yeah. under normal circumstances. Two of the but drivers reality, decided to play bowling. <laughs> in reality, about eight made it unscathed. Because, well, actually, yeah. if we count this, it was what Bottas, Verstappen, Perez, Norris, and Gasly effectively got got up in it as well, didn't he? Yeah, he had to take the uh, he, the ultimate scenic route yeah, around turn yeah. one. And then it was then the second incident. It was Stroll, Ricardo, Leclerc, wasn't it? So that's yeah. eight drive. I think before we focus on Bottas. <laughs> His Stroll. was slightly understandable. Let's talk about Stroll. Stroll, just Stroll forgot damage was the... on in the F1 lobby. Didn't he yeah. just go straight over the corner? He just went straight yeah. over the yeah. grass. I think he thought it was right. He was gonna, you could see he was missing the corner. So he was like, oh, I go down the inside and just punt everyone. Yeah, he, he, he was late on the brakes. He was going to hit someone. And amazingly... He just decided to go into Leclerc. If he hadn't changed direction and just stayed on track and hit the person in front, he would have hit Ocon. Mm. That's, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, like, how, how lucky, lucky is Ocon? That's, like, if you think about it, like Ricardo effectively was up to second, wasn't he? Like before yeah. he got turned around. Um, yeah. Yes. Probably, yeah. yeah. And if, on if on the like, entry yeah. to turn one, Ricardo was up to eighth. And he if you think about it, in an alternate world, Ocon gets a bit of a better start. Ricardo doesn't get such a good one. Maybe Ricardo wins the race. I mean, anyone could have come out of that. Yeah, I mean, if Stroll just race. hadn't sent it down the inside, Ricardo could have won the I race. Know, I remember looking at one at like... point, George Russell ran second. Well, yeah. Yes, that was uh, some minor illegal undertaking in the pit lane. <laughs> Where was, was he meant to go? Was he I know, that was set the in his box and then yeah. up last? Like, I mean, Alpha should have sat in their box. Instead the of Giovinazzi no. shouldn't have done a hundred kilometers an hour <laughs> down the pit lane. <laughs> I was like looking at some of the replays at the start and look at it, look at some of the people that went to it because obviously there was car, there was people like Alonso lost out as well, didn't he? Because he had to go round everyone. Like Sonoda, literally on the apex for turn one, gained about twelve places. It was ridiculous. Alonso actually hit Stroll in that melee yeah. as well. But it was all right because Stroll's front left was already broken. <laughs> so it just didn't do anything. Um, so, yeah, that was absolute carnage. Um, four instant DNFs and then Norris in the red flag period. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It got red flagged because there was so much debris on the track. It was literally um, half a barge board on pet exit. I mean, yeah. And then about half a car just scattered around between turn one and wherever Perez stopped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he went quite far around the track before he stopped. Yeah, the the engine it, he stopped for the engine. Um yeah. but it was it was a case of oh, it's okay, it's working, and then obviously something on the sensors has gone, no, no, it's not okay. <laughs> Cause the the, the the his race engineer was literally just stop the car, stop the car. <laughs> yeah, better like back over it's like well don't say just stop the car, stop the car, stop the car. Yeah. yeah, it was that sort of urgency of you need to stop it now. We've already broken something. Please, jeez. <laughs> don't break Leclerc anything ended else. Up, um, Leclerc ended up spinning down at turn, is it two or three? I don't know if the short break no. counts. Two. And then Ricardo with like half a car had to avoid him as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically yeah. a chaotic lap one. Mm. We then got lap two behind the safety car and Massey was just like, hey, <laughs> pet lane boys, time to stop. <laughs> Red flag, baby. So everyone, everyone moans about Matthew, right? But I will give him one thing: he brought back the red flag. 
Yeah. We hadn't had a red flag in like six years or something. And before, now we get them before every last week. season. Yeah. <laughs> On the part two of the stewards roasting, how many penalty points did Bottas and Stroll get? Was it two? Yes. Two. Yes, and they did. That's the same. They as... like, took out half the grid. I mean, I know we say a you quarter. Can't, you can't base it on outcome. Like we, we did say that a lot last week. It so is based on incident out. and not on outcome. But Valtteri Bottas has missed his breaking point by a lot, and Lance Stroll has cut turn one and taken two people out. In reality, Bottas only missed his breaking point by about ten meters. Well, into turn one, you've got to be careful. But I mean, I, the, the, the is, way he went into the back of Norris, he missed it by a damn sight more than 10 metres. <laughs> he, he locked up, to be fair. You can see that on the replay. Yeah. He locked up, so he wasn't slowing down. And he was on the inside, so he should have braked earlier. Yep. But the point is, so that's apparently as bad in terms of penalty points as Lewis Hamilton doing a practice start at the PX in Russia, as Yuki Tsunoda crossing... Those penalty points were revoked. Those, those were rescinded, so oh, yeah, it's... True, it's yeah. It's as Lando Norris pointed out, as uh, as dangerous as not even touching someone and forcing them off the track at Austria. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if even the drivers are pointing out the double standards of the point system, you sort of have to question it at that point. I think Lando's a little bit annoyed that he got three in back of patching a red flag. I mean, yeah, but like at the same time. But I agree with that. That's that's a very serious safety yeah. issue, just yeah, ignoring the... a red flag. They're yeah. like, yeah, doing all that, boys. But then his his forcing Perez off the track is somehow equal in point distribution as Bottas becoming the bowling champion of the world. I just don't see it as in, like equal, in, reality, in any shape though, or form. In terms of the, the causing a collision, that ended... When Bottas's car hit Norris, that's what the steward looked at in terms of penalising Bottas. Mate, he kept going and he hit Perez too. Yeah, he did hit Perez as well. Yeah, he did hit Perez, but his car was fucked by that Roman point. Grosen so got a race banned, didn't he? In 2012, yeah, because but... Nico Hulkenberg he... got a ten-place grid penalty for yeah. the Spa incident. That is what I want to bring up. Nico got the... double the grid penalty for pretty much a similar incident, and Nico's was in the dry. That's why it was worse. How many people retired in that? I don't know, but we I mean, don't take that into account. But yeah, I, well, I mean, what I would say, Kimi Raikkonen gets a ten-second stop go penalty for something that wasn't his fault; it was the team's fault. Yeah, Sebastian yeah, Vettel penalised yeah. someone. Yeah, find the team. Sebastian Vettel. They do I mean, in uh, in practice. I mean, in the race session, it practice. finds. Vettel being break. disqualified, obviously the few. I mean, I'm jumping to the end, but spoilers. Vettel got disqualified, by the way. As well, in case, you so in case you haven't been on Twitter, um, ending. That he gets this. I know that's a rule that's been in there for ages, but yeah, that's a bit of the technical regulations. Yeah, yeah, you've got to distinguish between a technical rule, haven't you, and a driving rule? Yes. But, yeah, at least they actually stick to that rule. Yeah, yeah. yeah a, a breach of the technical regulations wow. almost always harpers a disqualification because it means that your car is illegal. Yeah. See Gregor Saucy being disqualified for a washer being wrong on his car. One thing, um, one thing I will say to you know keep it balanced is they did 
do one thing right, I think, and that was allowing George Russell to let the people he'd undertaken in the pit lane back through rather than slapping with the drive through or something. Yes. But that's that. just like overtaking off the track. We do give you the opportunity to to mm. hand those positions that back. Was, you know, that was common sense. Like uh, they could have given him a you know a time penalty or something for that, but they didn't. Yeah. Uh, I it, think just because of the, the situation because everyone was in the pit lane. Mm. They were just like, just just kind of let them go. Um, yeah. But if you keep it, you know, we will whack you with one. <laughs> um, also, in penalties for the start of the race, we, we thought it was going to be an unsafe release on McLaren for just letting, I think it was Norris, drive mm. into Giovinazzi. Well, it turned out Giovinazzi was doing 105 kilometres an hour. So they gave him a 10-second stop go instead. Yeah, that's the most serious speeding offence I've seen. How? Anyway, I've like... never seen someone speed by 25 yeah. kilometres an hour, though. Don't they have a pit <laughs> limit on the car? They do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Press it. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, what's happened there? Yeah. Press the brake. Yeah. You have a speedo on your dash, don't you? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, but he just kept going at 100 kilometres an hour. No one will notice. <laughs> no one will notice. No one will notice safe. that my pit entry and exit time is four seconds shorter than anyone else's. Um, so, yeah, that was handed down. Just With to, um, Let me double check this. Just to go back on like... Zero penalty, penalty points. Oh. Speaking Are of you penalty mad? points... Hang on. Can I Sorry, talk, guys. please? Because <laughs> I, because I'm going to get what I say. So yeah, as you can see, uh, Giovinazzi zero penalty points for going 105.6 kilometers per hour down the pit lane. Speaking of penalty points, um, what I was trying to say was um, the I think the system itself isn't bad. Like it's like a normal driving license penalty system. But um, maybe raise it up to 24 points instead of 12 because then it's like too risky and then, and then they can give much stricter penalty points for much stricter like incidences like Bottas, for example. That's they quite can... a lot of points, though. Yes, but... For context, Ragunathan only managed about 27 penalty points in his F2 career. I also do want to say that if it was a normal driving licence, Giovinazzi would definitely have got some points. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. But also, How Giovinazzi got zero penalty mind. points, that confuses me a bit. But also, I'm going to finish what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> the way the stewards are giving them out are a joke. Like, it, the system itself would be fine, but if the stewards keep giving out points the way they do, I think it should be raised to 24 points. That's Basically why I... everything comes with two points. Yeah, so that's why I think maybe... Except they a red should... flag. Yeah. That's why I think it should be raised to 24 if they carry on giving the points out like they do, because it's a joke. In the wise words of Fernando Alonso, it's five a yolk. seconds it's... is a yolk. It's a yolk. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, didn't, I didn't even know that, by the way, that he didn't get a penalty point. I mean... Yeah, no, neither did I. How it's outrageous. Also, uh, we forgot to mention, before the race, there were um, one, two, three, four, five, four offences before the race, uh, one of which was Valtteri Bottas. 
Um, they all received non-driving reprimands oh, because yeah. they forgot to remove a T-shirt. It was raining. Well, Seb didn't they were forget. He a, purposely uh, kept yeah. it on because Hungary... That's not what the document says. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, but oh. the document says, says he they forgot. forgot. Oh. But I remember, I think it was... I think, think Seb said... Yeah, it, he Seb said that he didn't take it off because the Hungarian government have made recently made a law against the LGBTQ community. I'm not sure whether it is just homosexual people or if it is the whole community itself. I'm not sure what the rule the law was, but he kept on to like protest the law because it is not not a good law. He had some nice shoes this weekend as well. He had some nice. I liked his shoes. I really liked his shoes. Nia. Um, yeah, <laughs> he was protesting. Richard, shoes. <laughs> I did like it. His shoes were Priorities. Nice. Think, it was part think, of the same protest, so, you know. Yeah. I think mm. Lewis had some, the same, like, similar shoes as well. Like, he, maybe on Seb Friday. also had the rainbow flag added to his helmet for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Had that in Turkey as well, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, the absolute nerve of the stewards said, well, not stewards, sorry, I'm so used to having a go at them, but <laughs> <laughs> the FIA to give him a reprimand for wearing a Pride t shirt and trying to claim we race as one. I mean, um, really? I kind yeah. of understand, like with the Lewis on the podium last year when he wore um, Justice to Breonna Taylor, uh, I kind of understand where they're coming from because it's like an official ceremony like the national anthem and the podium celebration i understand where they're coming from but at the same time it gives them a really bad look because lewis was protesting against the racism in just everywhere and seb is protesting against uh people taking away rights for gay people so i I understand where the sh- like the FIA is coming from, but it gives them a really bad look. Almost as bad a look as agreeing to race in Saudi Arabia, who have a questionable human rights record. Mm. Well, not- we race as one. We race as one million dollars. Like well, we billion. did race as one at the restart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 that's it that's the segue that, that's a good one that that's was, it oh that my god <laughs> that was good we have now peaked as a podcast <laughs> and shall be retiring it's going very from here. very briefly before we do races one let's have a look at this steward's document it's basically identical for um lance's yeah as usual, the stewards reviewed the video. I would like to hope they did. And he drove into the back of car four. The stewards did take into consideration the track conditions, which is probably why he didn't receive a 10-place grid penalty. Um, however, the driver of car 77, crucially, they said, was fully to blame for the collision. Now, for all of you complaining about the Hamilton one at Silverstone, there was a bit of a difference in the wording there where it said that Hamilton was predominantly to blame. Yeah, they can only why distribute he only penalties. received a 10-second time penalty. They, their stewards can only distribute a penalty if they find a driver to be predominantly or wholly at fault. So it's if it's a 50-50, neither of them can get penalised. It has to be the blame lays more with one person. Exactly. So. 
I, I, I realised I wasn't however. here, so let's um, let's go back to Silverstone very briefly. Oh God! And I'm, I'm going to give my quick thoughts. Question, oh, no. Because I will forget <laughs> to ask yes. afterwards. Okay. <laughs> going back to Bahrain last year, gentlemen, a short view back to the past. Bahrain last year, which Bahrain race last year? Sakir or Bahrain? Bahrain. 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 Okay, okay, the fiery one. Yes. Yeah. Did Dan Kriat get a penalty for... No. No, um, oh no, because it was Roman's fault, never mind. Romance but yeah. he got yeah. a penalty for Lance Stroll. Yes. Yeah, for yes. rolling Stroll, yeah. Yes, okay, because <laughs> yeah. I always forget For making him was... do a strolly-poly. That is a point, isn't it? We're talking about the inconsistency. Sorry, I cut across your incredible joke there. Thank you. <laughs> At least you've acknowledged it was a <laughs> cracking <Some> joke. <laughs> no. uh, anyway, I mean, that was that was so obviously Grosjean's fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're not no. gonna they're not gonna uh, penalise someone who's not coming back. Imagine <laughs> I, I, I ever make a Formula One return, you have a ten place grid penalty. Yeah, time penalty for his Mercedes test. <laughs> you have to sit in the pit lane for three hours. And no, also, I always, I always uh, forget it was his fault, really. It wasn't really a serious collision. Like the most they got is a five second time penalty. Yeah. And even then, it basically went on with very little damage. So, yeah, I always forget. I think it the was most that was fault. damaged was on a front wing end plate, yeah. which they just fixed under the red flag anyway. So, there really was no need for a penalty. And Roman car blew up. So, yeah, I always forget it was Roman's fault just because I think he was on fire. It must have been Daniel's fault. <laughs> no. No. Um, but yes, Silverstone. Um, Silverstone. I, on first viewing, I genuinely felt it was a racing incident. For, for a couple of reasons. One, I don't know why everyone demands Lewis should have backed down. He does have the right to go for the move. Horner being like, oh no, you don't overtake there, but you can. It's, it's a bit of track. Lewis was on the track. It it's allowed. Yes. Here, here is an excerpt from commentary from this weekend's race. <clears throat> so now it's slipstream, okay? You see that the guy is closing the inside, so you go to the outside. And here, because he had so much speed, so much more speed and a bigger radius, Lewis kind of understood, okay, he can cut into the inside because Sonoda here is going to back out. That is Nico Rosberg, Formula One world champion of 2016, on the incident of Hamilton overtaking Yuki Sonoda at turn four of lap 32 of the race. So I'm not being funny. Lewis has a damn sight more experience than Yuki Sonoda. And Sonoda knew to back out. So... And that's coming from a world champion. That's not just some some grockle like me waving yeah, his flag. We, we also look at Spain this year, where if Lewis didn't back out, Max was torpedoing Lewis into the wall. And, and then, Horner was like, yeah, great move. Yeah, but Well done. If if he hadn't have backed out, Max would have received a penalty. And Hamilton would probably have been out of the race. And Hamilton would have been out of the race. And but we'd have been moaning at... Verstappen for ruining what was going to be a good race. Well, actually, we didn't also, think it was going to be a good race because it was Spain, but besides the point. This is also what annoys me with Red Bull. Red Bull in particular, well, Christian Horner in particular. Max nearly, <laughs> Max nearly T-bones a driver and only misses because the other driver moves out the way. Christian Horner, fantastic. 
splendid. Lewis lightly taps Max's rear wheel, which happens to come off. Um, Horner, yeah, he deserves a race ban. Well, I think no, is, <laughs> just no. all this with all the protests and stuff. I think not only have Red Bull lost a lot of points, but they've, they've also lost, lost a lot of credibility. Yeah, or was it was it Salty Spice that was trending? Yeah, Karen Horner. Karen Horner and Salty Spice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think their reputation is taking a bit of a hit. I mean, the fact that Helmut Marco turned around was like, yeah. They joked about it on this week's commentary after the Bottas incident. It was like rumors now have it Helmut Marco wants a one race ban for Bottas. It just it wasn't a race banable offence. It just wasn't. Well, to Helmut it was. So. Yeah, but to Helmut. Um, yeah, but Helmut needs to go in a home by now. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. To Helmut not driving well in a car designed for one person when you're someone else means you need demoted because you're bad. I do want to say, however, Horner took this week on the chin quite well. Yeah. Well, his, part... his, inst- his Instagram post is pretty spot on. I think he's um, learned from Silverstone, that's yeah. why. I mean, I'll, I'll just read it out for you. So this, this was on his Instagram, which says, after a good start for both Max and Checo, there's always the possibility of an incident into turn one in such tricky conditions. Unfortunately, we lost out on this occasion through no fault of our own. Uh, it was damage limitation from us from there, and the mechanics first did a great job to repair car 33 as much as possible before then nailing a fastest pit stop. Uh, Max fought hard to get himself back into the points, which could be vital at the end of the season. But unfortunately, we didn't get to see what Perez could do after his great start and had to retire the car with too much damage. Uh, we head into the summer break behind, but it's tight and it's certainly still all to play for. Mm. I, was, I was surprised after the race. Yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't accept Toto's apology, did he? But, I mean, yeah, um, that's fair enough. That's still, that's still right yeah. in the moment, though. And like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, all, but all I want to... All I want to say on that one as well is I never want to hear Red Bull complaining about repairing something under a red flag because they did it. Max undoubtedly would have retired with that amount of damage had there not been a red flag. His car was just undrivable. Um, or demanding that the stewards look at things again just because they're not happy with the incident because that's not how it works. Getting Alex Albon to go and drive around Silverstone. That that was such a joke. Removes yeah. all of your credibility as a well, team. I'm not, I'm not being funny, but you're you're recreating lines, okay? You're using a car that has a different design philosophy. A car with high rake compared mm-hmm. to a car with low rake. A car with a short wheelbase compared to a car with a long wheelbase. And it's a car from two years ago. Yeah. They're not even close to being comparable. What are they doing? Almost as bad as Ferrari trying to use Karun Shandok. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, I feel like this is, I feel like this this is, is another worse. level because oh, yeah. they bothered to take time out of a filming day to do this. Yeah. And someone has thought of that idea and thought, we are genius. <laughs> and a bunch of people... a good idea. We'll make some own GPS data. And a bunch Sometimes... of people at a board of directors decided, yeah, good idea. 
Sometimes our genius is almost frightening. And after that, of course, obviously everyone uh, said that Albon was on his way to the Hungaro ring to recreate Bottas. Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, like I just I don't want to hear anything else from Red Bull for the rest of the season. Or just if a, if a decision gets made, take it, move on. This is Formula One. It's how it works. Unless you have genuine evidence where to appeal it, shut up. I think I used that exact <laughs> quote on Twitter in the group chat. Someone was like, oh, it's coincidental that um, two Mercedes cars crash into two Red Bulls, two races in a row. I'm like, welcome to Formula One. Flashback to 2018 and the podium interviews of the Great British Grand Prix where oh, Sir Lewis Hamilton called into question the questionable tactics of the boys in red when in France the race before Sebastian Vettel had punted and spun Bottas round on lap one and in Silverstone Raikkonen had punted and spun Hamilton round on lap one. He called into question the questionable tactics. Can I quote <laughs> you from a few moments ago on this very podcast? Aye. Yeah, but that's in the heat of the moment, mm. isn't it? Oh, but there's, there's implications. Oh, there's implications. Silence. There's implications silence. to accusing teams of deliberately taking people out. Uh, yeah. Red Bull um, have done. Basically, I, <laughs> they did I last week. Then they haven't that, this week. I said then that there was no conspiracy. I say now that there's no conspiracy. No, I just find it funny that like the exact same situations keep happening. And, and it's always the exact opposite. Bottas didn't drive into Perez first. He hit Norris, who then hit Verstappen. Mate, it was a tactical. It's like it's like when you play a chain shot in snooker. It's a yeah. tactical. Pump. So Bottas, let me just put this into perspective. So he's, he's, a, he's a mathematical mastermind. Deliberately got a bad start. Yeah. Let just... Norris overtake him. Yeah. And then drove into Norris, knowing somehow that he would hit Verstappen. Because you can't crash into Max if he's behind you. Mm. Well, like, you could break. T- you could uh, do a Lewis Hamilton and Seb. I mean, he yeah, brake tested me. That's, that's more likely no. to ruin your gearbox, and he's only going to yeah. lose his front wing. So you know, you got to get a bad start, get them in front of you, and then hit them. Bosh! It's genius. Yeah. So F1 Twitter, please listen to this. It's not <laughs> oh, a that's, conspiracy. That's no. <laughs> or oh, didn't yeah, no. Max said that's me just being blocked by ten Stan accounts? Or oh, Max, I can't quote him exactly, but Max said after the race, "Oh, it's funny how I've been hit by Mercedes or taken up by Mercedes two races in a row." Yeah. He said it's unfortunate. I mean, if that was Hamilton, everyone would be saying, "Oh, he's accusing him of cheating." Like it's I, oh, he's such a sore loser. <laughs> I know. Well, everyone says this about Hamilton like, every race that he complains, and well, basically for a start, <laughs> Alonso said it. <laughs> Well, Alonso's not exactly. <laughs> I mean, Alonso has I'm a point. That, but I mean, first of all, every driver—if you mic them up at 200 miles an hour—we've yeah. had this. We've had this discussion, haven't we? It's yeah. like footballers. If you, if you were to mic them up, imagine what you'd hear. And Lewis Hamilton does not complain any more than anyone else. It's just every time he breathes on the radio, it gets broadcasted. He breathed quite a lot on the radio this weekend. Yeah, it yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Although he was exhausted, to be fair to him. Um, I do, however, just want to, on a more uh, less charged note, point out what he said after implying the uh, 
the two Ferraris had deliberately taken out two Mercedes. Uh, he said, and a five second penalty and a 10 second penalty doesn't appear to feel and then checked himself and said, ultimately, it spoils the race. What did Lewis receive in Silverstone? I mean, in Silverstone, um, it was a racing incident. Yeah. Racing uh, he then went on to say, I'd agree. He then went on to say, it's a lot of points that ultimately Valtteri and I have lost in those two scenarios. And of course, it's a race situation. I couldn't see behind me, but we just have to work hard to try and position ourselves better so that we are not exposed to the red cars. Mm. I mean, in the case of Hungary, I mean, if Red Bull said the same, I'd agree with them. Because Bottas did take them both out. I mean, yeah. If we're trying to compare like the two 2018 races to the two this year silverstone was the one that it was debatable so yeah but i in mean terms of hungary yeah yeah i mean if they said that i'd agree with them because it did ruin their race very much so like i don't think there's a lot you can do with half a car but it is interesting that half a red bull still has more downforce than an entire has <laughs> that's true well just going back to lewis being exhausted I think I read somewhere that his drinks bottle, like the drinks thing had burst and they didn't fix it in the red flag. That's why he was exhausted because like he just wasn't getting anything to drink. He didn't have the drink. Oh, give me. No, you will not have the drink. It <laughs> could, could also be long COVID. It also probably mixed with both maybe. Yeah. I don't actually know if it was true or not, but obviously long COVID. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it into question if they if they said it was because you know COVID sucks. Mm. Um, so if he is suffering from that, I wish him well because I want him to keep going with this title fight. I don't want him to have to like back out in the last third of the season because or, or mess a well. race. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I, I want to see this through. Yeah. I want to see the arguably the two best drivers on the grid at the minute going at it full pelt, no holds barred. Just don't punt each other off. Um. <laughs> we, we forgot something when we were oh. discussing the red oh, flag. God. Retirement number set. Nikita Mazepin. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. by Kemi Raikkonen. How oh, hey, look at that. forget Mazepin? No penalty points. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, uh, this, this is more understandable. Fault. Yeah, 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 exactly. So. Now, <laughs> Richard, shall we tell everyone about our conversation earlier? <laughs> Oh, when God, you yeah. wanted to complain about the stewards the more. <laughs> Look, that's a misunderstanding on my part, all right? I fully accept that one. Yeah. So Richard thought Kimmy should have been given a 10-second stop goal penalty, but it's, he didn't read the, the articles properly. No, I misunderstood the term of unsafe condition. Yeah. I, I understood unsafe condition as you've released it into a dangerous scenario, i.e. into the path of another car, not unsafe condition of your vehicle i.e. a wheel nuts not fastened or your front wings fallen off so that's where my my grief my mistakes lie it was just in implicate application of the term of unsafe condition so i was looking at 28.13 d not 28.13 a so oh. so far out i know ridiculous disgraceful Especially when Giovinazzi went 25 kilometers an hour too fast and got hit with 28.13D. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
So why don't we just bring up Article 28.13? Let's let's go find that and we'll discuss the penalty because it's a very unsafe place sometimes with all oh, these yeah, unsafe I mean, releases. Cars spinning. <laughs> a board does. Still oh. love that. The McLaren engineers did nothing until he started moving towards the front wing. They were like, no, 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 no. Jeez. <laughs> Halt! <laughs> like they were standing there laughing at him. Then he started going towards front wings, like, no, no, Bad butters. Be gone from our front wings. <laughs> the sporting regulations. Here we are. Giovinazzi couldn't have been done by 28.13D. It was. Oh, no, it was 13C, I think. No, wait. Hang on. No, that can't be right. Uh, oh, no, it's 47.3D, where it specifies what penalty will be actually uh, applied. So, Yeah, no, that, that can be right. Pet lane speeding, what article was he in breach of? He was in breach of 22.10. Yeah. Oh, that's safety standards. Yeah. So, yeah, cars must not be released into someone else. Or be bought ass and spin into someone else. 8.13a. 28.13b, if you un, uh, release it without a wheel in practice, then you get a grid drop. And if you release it in an unsafe, without a wheel, during a sprint qualifying session or a race, then you get a 10-second stop-and-go penalty. And a fine Maybe if the driver retires, i.e. has at Australia, then the team gets a fine. Yikes. Didn't get a fine if the other driver retired, though. Yeah, you just get a 10-second penalty. I mean, he still finished the race and potentially has a point. Yeah. So shall we just get on to the end of the race? Uh No. Because there's a, ten, there's a 10 lap period before that that I would like to discuss. Yeah, yeah Alonso versus Hamilton. <sighs> Holy smokes, what a fight that it was. It was a one car start, which we. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we didn't even go back to yeah, the Yeah, we said segue. we were going to go on to that and then didn't. We raced as one um, car. Basically, <laughs> uh, red flag happens. Hamilton is leading, as to be expected. So he's got everything to lose if he goes into the pits to change off his enters, and no one else does, because then he's in last. The issue is, the reverse happened. He went onto the grid, and no one else did. So he took the five red lights himself. I, I, there was a tweet from Alan van der Merv that was just so brilliant. It was just like, thanks to Lewis Hamilton for, for not making us feel so self-conscious on the grid. <laughs> oh, that I would like to, if Hamilton petted, and we just saw the five red lights on an empty grid. That would have been funny. It is, yeah. it is still the uh, lowest number of starters on a grid since 2005 USA Grand Prix. Where the oh, set. I think it's the lowest ever. number of starters ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is, but it's just, you know, that makes the 2005 Grand Prix look like a good turnout. <laughs> yeah, they had five I mean, extra cars. Yeah, they had, I don't they had someone that. to race against. But yeah. I don't know what Mercedes were playing at though. I mean, what Hamilton said, didn't he, several times it was dry. 
and okay, they had everything to lose if they pitted. Obviously, as the first, as the first car. I know what the team were thinking. Yeah, I know what the team were thinking. This is a formation lap. We cannot tell Lewis to pit. Actually, Michael Massey went and spoke to all the teams and said that after a red flag during that formation lap, you can. You had a team radio from Russell saying everyone's in a box. Is it yeah, the driver, the driver the can talk to, the, to team. Talk the team, but the team's not allowed to yeah, but that's broadcast on the formation lap. Yeah, 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 because that's allowed, clue, isn't it? Because on the first formation, oh, lap, yeah, Giovinazzi yeah. said yeah. that we're going to gamble and came into the pits, and uh, yeah, because that was driver to team, that's allowed. Mm. But then Michael Massey went and specified to the teams during the red flag that because there's been a red flag. Team radio is allowed on this new formation lab, so the team could have told Lewis to come in. Yeah, I think the uh, team forgot. And why didn't they? Again, I mean, it's not the first Mercedes strategy mess up of the season, is it? Far from it. And mm. possibly the easiest win they ever would have had. Mm. And they would have won as well if it wasn't for Pesky Fernando Alonso <laughs> making those meddling kids into a bus. Yeah, that, that young upstart rookie. Yeah, yeah. You want for those meddling kids. Mate, I mean, it was the graphic of after Hamilton had pitted, he was then 3.7 seconds a lap faster than the leaders. Yeah. And, and then Alonso was just like, nah. Nah, mate. <laughs> Meet the outside of turn two and turn four. <laughs> Every single lap, and then he makes a lock up like after 10 laps, and then that eventually lets Hamilton through. But Hamilton, of course, whinged on the radio there at that speed, it's so dangerous when they lightly touched. So, there we go again, yeah. Point. But at that speed, it is dangerous. I mean, yeah, but like, <laughs> then accept blame for the last incident you caused. Every drive, it's like when the Gasly and Norris one in France, where like. Norris, or at least I can't remember what he said to him, but it was like, Gasly was like, oh, I, I would have said the same, you know, I'm the yeah. first to say that. Yeah. Every driver does it. But, I mean, that battle was brilliant. I think, personally, oh, yeah. the two drivers with probably the best racecraft yeah. that we've seen, but possibly ever. I, I think Alonso probably has the best defensive racecraft of mm. anyone on the grid. Possibly, yeah. And so, um, it's a shame we haven't seen more of it over the years, because obviously yeah. Alonso's not the car, is he? Yeah. But that was brilliant. I mean, obviously, Hamilton had the pace advantage, clearly, but it was kind of negated by a very, very difficult track to overtake. And, and some supreme driving. Yeah, yeah. just a bit. <laughs> Both of them, I, I would have said. And long may it continue. Yes, I, I mean, that... Like, with, with Hamilton against Verstappen, it, I kind of, we knew, we said this last week, we knew the crash was going to happen at Silverstone, didn't we? We could see it coming. Yeah. Alonso versus Hamilton. I don't think I can't. I can't see them colliding. No, there's I, there's oh. so much understanding there mm. that it's just that that never once crossed my mind of well, okay, and maybe occasionally when Lewis tried to stick it around the outside of four, I thought, yeah. hang on a minute, he's going to come off worse here. Um, but no, for the most part, I didn't think there was going to be a, a crash of any kind because I know that. Alonso is so experienced at defending because he is so used to driving an absolute dog of a car. Yeah. That he can, he, the, the way he just parked his car on the exit of turn one when Hamilton had taken a different line to completely negate his better run, it was just mm. supreme. It, it was the 
best driving of any driver yesterday easily and I think we can quite safely say that if Alonso had not managed to keep Hamilton behind for 10 laps Ocon would not have won that race yeah oh yeah so Ocon would however have finished second a well-deserved driver of the day for Alonso there even if I did vote for Ocon because Maiden win but 40 years old by the way look at (laughs) Look at Michael Schumacher on his return when he was 40. Look at Kimi Raikkonen now. Absolutely nowhere. But, yeah. Still got it. In fairness, yeah. Kimi Raikkonen drives an Alfa Romeo. He does drive a boat, to be honest. But, yeah. yeah. Still. And has a team that just releases him into the path of other cars. Mm. That still. doesn't help. Doesn't take anything away from Alonso. No. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to point out a, uh, a rather funny team radio moment. Um... It was from Max's race engineer to Max, and uh, he said, what's the balance limitation at the moment? Uh, to which Max responded, there is no limitation, it's just broken. <laughs> oh, but that's moment. It's woken. It? I mean, uh, you, uh, you see pictures of the car afterwards, and there's nothing left yeah. on the right-hand side of that car. Yeah. So. And Codemasters can't even put a scrape on the barge board on the game. <laughs> Yeah. After I think Max was overtaken, Daniel didn't his race engineer go not bad for half car. Yeah. 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 Um, Red Bull did another record pit stop. Lap forty one. Gasly absolutely sent one down the inside of Latifi, and somehow didn't look up. <laughs> that was the dive bomb to end all dive bombs. Um, and then we had the return of the hypocrite at 63, which was the at that speed. It's so dangerous, man. Uh, and then the, the drama didn't even finish after the checkered flag fell. That no. was a crazy thing. We just had cars everywhere. It's time for another Stewart's document. <sighs> well, another two. I mean, first so, of all, <laughs> Ocon car 31 just missed the pit entry. So thought it was best to park it by the exit because that was the next closest bit. There's never an incident ever again. So we'd have to see Stuart's documents. There we are. Um, he got so, a slap on the wrist. Yeah, which is fair enough. Yeah. To be fair, I don't think Ocon really pays attention to that section of the race director's instructions because he doesn't expect to win. No. Um, did, the, and if did the team tell him where to park? I haven't heard his um, team radio, so if they've forgotten to tell him to come into the pits, because the um, pole position one was done on the grid. Yeah. So he might have thought, oh, it's on the grid, and gone to the grid. But uh, no, it was in the pit. They did say, to be fair, on the radio, he just probably wasn't listening. <laughs> Understandably. Yeah. Because he didn't breach Park Fermi or anything, the shoes were just like, okay. Yeah. But then... Then we got a much, much worse stewards document. Mm. It was mm. from the FIA technical delegate. Before we go on to that, sign. before we go on to that, can we just talk about Williams double points? I mean, yeah, we, we have well done, Williams. Well done, Williams. The, like, <laughs> we'll get into, we'll get into that. Williams double points. I am yeah. most of. I think everyone's very happy that George finally got points. Yeah, but <laughs> the one race he gets Latifi points. Latifi got more. Latifi beat him. Yeah, 
No, but that, him, George yeah. George played the ultimate team game there. Even on the radio, you heard it. it yeah. was, he was like, just prioritize him because he's further up the road. Yeah. So. But yeah, as we were saying, cars stopped everywhere. And then we received this from Joe Bauer, the FIA Formula One technical delegate. When you see this document, it's never good. No. You see any document, it's never good. <laughs> no, no, that depends on them, your stance. Yeah. But in terms of if you if you're flagged up in the technical delegates report, you're getting disqualified. There's just no question. You're getting disqualified. Um, and yeah, everyone was quite depressed. Yeah, we should say the uh, the review is still pending at this moment in time. Yeah. Um, Officially, so, however, he is disqualified. Yeah. So while it right, reads right, disqualified on. on the final classification, there is a note at the bottom that says the classification is provisional, subject to the outcome of the minute. notice of appeal lodged yeah. by Aston Martin Cognizant F1 team Question. against Stewart Decision Fifty Nine. Question. But, yeah. You know, on this it says document fifty six. Is that fifty six for the entire weekend? Yes. Oh my god. And that's just Formula <laughs> One. <laughs> however. <laughs> However, I will show you document one to show that they're not all like mm. decision documents. I know they're not all, but like yeah, this I'm, is document I'm, I'm one. A, I imagine there isn't that many most weekends because it's document one every week. Well, there's because there's document the one race directors event the notes, and then there's map. oh yeah, and Doc then there's the there's always at least two versions of the uh, race director's event notes because they release the event notes and then they say the safety car two to safety car one time will be announced after the end of Friday practice. So then another then document it, yeah. comes out. So, you know, ev- every time there's always two documents. Sometimes there's four versions of the notes, though. <laughs> oh, God. That's when they, like, update track limits monitoring. Yeah. and Yeah. So it gets a bit bit gnarly. Although they don't actually, they don't actually release a new version of the event notes to say what the time is. They just release a document saying this is the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, this week, version two of um came about practice starts. Um, they just updated a small regulation on the practice starts. But yeah, fifty six documents is quite a lot compared to for all the other races. Um, if we compare it with Austria. I mean, we're actually at 64 documents. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, there were 78 documents at this year's Austrian Grand Prix. So 56 isn't bad. No, no, that's actually quite a lot less. But then, as we mentioned, there was document 59, um, which we'll bring up now. Document 59 was very depressing for basically most fans because we were all delighted for Seb getting his podium. And then this came from the stewards. With no penalty points. I should hope so too. It's not his bloody fault. (laughs) But um, four penalty points. (laughs) You use too much fuel. Have race ban. Dangerous. Very dangerous. In fairness, if you run out of fuel in the middle of the race, that is quite dangerous because you're just going to slow down very suddenly. Yeah. Like, have you ever hit low fuel mode in the game and it just stopped the car? You can't accelerate. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so decision, car five is disqualified from the results of the race. Yeah, it's a big owie, that one. 
Article 12.4.1 of the FIA International Sporting Code. Yeah, how does that happen? Like, how do you misjudge the amount of fuel you've got? Because they must know. No idea. They didn't expect him to be second. I don't think it's that. I think (laughs) Seb just, they usually, basically every team underfuels their car. And Seb, in chasing first, didn't fuel save enough. Again, weren't expecting to be second chasing first. Yes, yeah, but then Ocon oh, yeah, wouldn't yeah, expect to be first win. fighting for second, like fighting against second, and he didn't run out of fuel. Better, yeah, Vettel did have the pace to win, to be fair, didn't he? But maybe that was why, because <laughs> he was well, using more fuel know. than everyone. Mm. Mm. Another mystery. Well, Carlos Sainz has been moved up to P3. And every time Carlos has got a podium, Charles Leclerc has DNF'd. Oh. <laughs> and Carlos Sainz just isn't allowed to be on the third set of the podium, apparently. Yeah, yeah no. No, it doesn't happen. Or not during the... That's because we, anyway. we still don't know, in fairness, if Carlos Sainz is going to make it to third. If he... I don't think there's, actually... there's no way. Well... I don't know. I mean, they, I don't know. They just say there's a problem with the pumps. Work, but... Yeah, the car, if we go and look at document 60 now, which I thought is... you were going to say 69. I was like, yes. We're not that far <laughs> up it yet. There's only 64 released. Um, 64 the is really The car Fine. has actually been impounded. Yeah. And so if they can extract one litre from the impounded car, then the no, then the intention of appeal will be heard. Sorry, it's the it's the right to no. Yeah, it would just be an appeal um, yeah. for this one. So they serve notice of yeah, appeal. A disqualification is an appealable decision, unlike a five second time penalty, which you can ask for a review. Um, if you have significant new evidence and not Alex Albon going around the track or Karun Chandok standing at the sky pad. Um, Question: What does impounded mean? Uh, it's still <laughs> under Park Fermi. Yeah, oh, okay. it's still under Park Fermi, and Aston Martin don't have the car. Oh, okay. It's now with the FIA. Oh dear. <laughs> you just see them drive it around the track. <laughs> Doing donuts in the parking lot. <laughs> but on 0.3 liters of fuel. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll see what. What comes of this? I don't know. Otmar seems to can... think there's about 1.7 litres in the yeah. car. So, maybe. It's the same reason why the a lot of the cars stopped before, because of Williams. I think both Williams stopped, I'm guessing, to make sure they had enough fuel to pass the park for me. Pretty much. Where are we now? <laughs> Shall we go team by team? Yeah, whiz through it. Or... I think we've talked to everyone at I this think, point. Yeah. Shall we just really go through the Ocon, to be fair? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, really race. glossed over that. I mean, that's because his but, rear gunner was amazing. Yeah. Mm. Ocon <laughs> didn't have much to do, to be fair. He inherited he just had to first keep place Seb and just behind stayed him. there. Yeah. yeah, to be fair, he had a lot of pressure. And if he'd gone any slower, Hamilton would have probably caught him in the yeah. end, didn't he? And obviously, well, it could, like I said earlier, it could have been anyone <laughs> that was in that position. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Had they got luckier. But, I mean... Fair play. <laughs> I would not they, have they like say you make about, your own luck. I wouldn't have like if I had to guess a fourth race winner of the season. I think you wouldn't have, have been a long way down the list. But I'm buzzing for my favourite driver winning a race. Like 
great, great work. I'm sound really happy about that. He's like, yep. <laughs> great. <laughs> no, I'm I mean, not gonna lie, I I it was like half distance in the race. And it was when Ocon was in the lead, Vettel was in second, and then third was just, you know, still a mess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was, I mean, Latifi was in third at one point. That's how much of a madness this race was. Um, but I found myself rooting more for Ocon purely because he hasn't won before. And I know Aston Martin haven't got a win under their belts, but Seb's got enough. You know, he's got like 54. So I, I, I found myself rooting more for Ocon because I, I felt... always want the drivers to get their first win yeah I've, i feel yeah. like a maiden yeah. win is something more special than number 55 but the team's first so mm. yeah i was very glad that he did manage to hold him off and so fernando and esteban both got their first wins for renault slash alpine the endstone team as i think wtf1 put it in hungar rowing nice mm. yeah There's a lot of ricky winners at hungary I, I can't remember them all but I'm not old enough for a lot of them, but I, think that's uh, I don't know. I can't remember who's rookie and Jensen Button. Jensen Button. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. a rookie in 2000. Oh, so I mean, like, just his maiden made win, wins. though. Yeah, yeah first win, I mean, yeah. Uh, no, Ricardo wasn't. Um, As I say, not a rookie, but he just done great. No, his teammates, the rookie. <laughs> <laughs> Young driver's test for Fernando Alonso. But um, rookie of the season. Yeah, so I far. think the only place we have to go team by team is is Williams. Double points. Mate, that's, Congrats that's, to both of them. Yeah, that's they huge. have they have jumped to eighth in the standings. They now lead Alfa Romeo by a healthy seven points. That's quite a lot of points. And even if yeah. even if Alfa Romeo end up tying them on points, they will have to have got a result higher than what Latifi managed. Yeah. Otherwise Williams will hold the place on countback. Exactly. So when it could happen, like then we might have another race like this. Where exactly. Alfa Romeo, yeah. mm. Alfa Romeo, Alfa Romeo could Romeo win a race. Like, but <laughs> we've always we said at the start of the season that a team like Williams has to take its chances when it gets them. Mm. Has to capitalize yeah. on a chaotic race. And it's it's been exactly that and they've done exactly that. You look yeah. at Alfa Romeo. Yeah, and they did not <laughs> They're, they're, we always comment that, you know, they're in 11th place, prime position to snatch a point if someone messes up. But this weekend, half the grid just disappeared. And where's Raikkonen cross the line? 11th. Like, but it, was, it was a good weekend for them to score more points. But Williams have got the jump instead. Raikkonen did still score a point as it stands. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I'm... I'm Saying that, like, they could have been so much further up had Raikkonen not been released into the path of Mazepin, had Giovinazzi not just gone screw it down the pit lane, yeah. and you know, a whole host of other factors. But yeah, I, mean, I think anyone that... only have their themselves to blame this yeah. week. The, mm. the crazy thing is, anyone could have actually won that race had they just fitted dry tyres before the second formation lap. Yeah, I'm, I can't believe no one did that. Giovinazzi it... came in at the end of lap one and put mediums on and then went back to the Inters under the red flag and then pitted on the second formation lap to put another set of slicks on. Yeah. Giovinazzi mm. could have won the race. 
No, no, no. Giovinazzi would have received a 10 second I mean, yeah, yeah. goal penalty because that had already happened. Still, yeah. Giovinazzi I mean, could have finished fourth. I think if someone like Mick Schumacher jumped into the lead, I think he would have held everyone up enough that Hamilton would have probably won. But I mean, Mick I even, was yeah. in the a, points at one He'd stage. have been done yeah. by strategy. Someone, yeah. So, championship standings time? Or shall we get the predictions from the Turn 3 podcast and see how they did? No, the championship yeah. standings. Yes, yes, please. The yes, turn please. Three all right, all right. Please. Decimated. I was at work, so I didn't submit any this week. So Chris scored zero points. Yes. Disqualified. Um... No, no, DNS. Did yes, not start. DNS. Five DNS. penalty points. <laughs> Non-submission of official form, a team fine has been received. (laughs) On article one point. (laughs) Let's let's find out. There was someone in Formula 3 got done for non-submission of a form. That's what I was referring to. At least I knew who'd have to look at it. I'm just going to look up the article (laughs) because I'm curious. You you do that while I run through the predictions. So, uh, Alex, you said that Verstappen and Hamilton would crash again. Uh, no, unfortunately, you were fifty percent out on the uh, the Mercedes front. Uh, ben, you said Ferrari were going to score a podium, and they could Maybe. potentially they have, have, it. have it. Yeah, we are not we are not awarding the points yet. Yeah, pending, <laughs> much much like science's podium. The notice yeah. of appeal from Aston Martin cognizant Formula One You'll team. You'll find out next week if he's got those points. Much like science's yeah, podium, you your result is provisional. <laughs> uh, then... What's next week to see if I get five points? <laughs> Nia said that George would score points. He wouldn't get into Q3, yeah. but he'd score points. Nia's finally got to this point, well, that point. Yeah, and I've and... been done under Article 25.1 of the FIA Formula 3 sporting regs. There you go. Uh, and I said that Carlos and Charles would finish in the top five. So I take half a point for that. Thanks very much. Um, let's go through. Oh, God. Uh, we had a, a, a bold prediction from a, a viewer as well, who sadly went too specific. Uh, Matt said that Russell would overtake Stroll in the last three laps to score his first points. George did get his first points. But he did but not overtake Stroll. It wasn't because of an overtake in the last three laps, and it certainly wasn't on Stroll. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> no points for you, Matt. Sorry. Um, right. Driver standings. First of all, did you score any points on the podium predictor? We'll, we'll come to that. No, we'll do that now. I won this week with three points because I said Hamilton would finish second, but obviously that is provisional because Hamilton might not actually finish second. So as it stands, I'm on three points and Nia is on one point. But if the result gets reversed, Nia will be on three points and I will be on one point. Uh, and then Ben got two points because he said Hamilton would finish on, uh, would get pole position and would finish on the podium. And Sonia got two points for exactly the same thing. Alex has had a stinker and got a big <laughs> fat zero. Can we just point out my drivers as well? In that uh, I, I can't remember it. Oh yeah, Charles Leclerc to win the race. Yep. Out on the spot, pretty much. Well, uh, turn three. Turn three. Yeah. Uh, Sergio Perez in second. Out. 
uh, on that one. Yep. About well halfway around the lap. Yep. Lando Norris in third, out in the red flag on that one. I I would like to submit a petition for one point. Uh, you didn't submit. And in that a on prediction. my F1 play. No, I predicted Hambolt there. Oh, I no. forgot about F1 play. No, I haven't. That's uh, all right. I only scored one point this week, and that was because the safety car came out. I got two. Sixty-five <laughs> percent of people got one out of ten. Richard, you also got two. Wait, what? <laughs> you got two. I can't even check this on my phone. Yeah, and it's not working. But yeah, you got two points. Yeah. Game there. I got. It. Yeah, you got none. DNS. I got a DNS. Yeah. In fairness, 9.18% of people who actually entered scored zero as well. Uh, F1 play. Oh, wait, mine's is up. So I got a point for safety car and winning margin. Yeah, it's updated since I last checked it because it was like 60-something percent forgot one out of 10 and now it's only 45. Oh, it's because Hamilton's second. Yes, they have. But yeah, there's proof of... um, Prediction. Uh, the worst Hamilton on the podium. The stewards Valtteri are Bottas. throwing out your appeal on grounds of that is not and new and Max substantial evidence. Well, it is. There's it's, proof it's, that I predicted. It's fabricated. It. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Get crew and Chandok in here. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Alex Albon recreating lines doesn't count. Neither no, does that. You can't do it based on outcome. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you've you've so, had your appeal thrown out there. <laughs> Championship standings. Drivers. Alex, drivers first. Oh, I'm doing this, am I? Oh, wait. Richard, <laughs> drivers first. Oh, I'll do it. I've got the me. page open. <laughs> Richard. I think we should rotate every week. Read the names. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, you can, do, you can do spa. There you go. Okay. Come on, read the names. <laughs> in 20th and last place with zero points, Nikita Mazepin. In 19th and down because everyone else scored points is Mick Schumacher on zero points. Antonio Giovinazzi is down on one point. Kimi Raikkonen has scored one point and is now on two points in 17th place. 16th, George Russell on four points. 15th, Nicholas Latifi on six points. 14th, Lance Stroll, 18 points. 13th, Sonoda, 18 points. Uh... Twelfth, no... possibly tenth, <laughs> Sebastian Vettel. Twelfth isn't, on... isn't on the standings. Seb just isn't there. Yeah, don't worry. I'm reading it off the stewards document. Oh, the website said Seb just isn't there. Well, yeah. don't worry. He's on this, so we'll use this instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's confusing. Uh, where are we at? Okay, so twelfth, Sebastian Vettel on thirty points. 11th, Fernando Alonso on 38 points. 10th, Esteban Ocon on 39 points. 9th, Daniel Ricciardo on 50 points. 8th, Pierre Gasly also on 50 points. 7th, Leclerc, 80 points. 6th, Sainz, 83 points. 5th, Perez, 104. 4th, Bottas, 108. 3rd, Norris, 113. Second, Verstappen, 187. And first, Hamilton, 195. Obviously, all of these are still provisional, pending the Aston Martin appeal. Basically, not much will change except Seb will jump two positions. Uh, I don't think anyone will lose any. No, it'll just be people who lose a couple of points. The championship gap will yeah. come back down by two points. Yeah, yeah. And that's about it. So. Um. Now oh, and Kimmy, Kimmy will have his point taken off. Yeah. Now for the teams. 
Um, tenth is Haas with Neil Poir, the only team still to have scored Neil Poir. Uh, ninth is Alfa Romeo Racing Orlin with three points. Eighth is William Racing with ten points. Seventh, provisionally, Aston Martin Cognizant, Formula One team, 48 points. Sixth, um, ad- even adding Seb's points. Well, yeah, I was going to say, even even if you added the podium, they're still going to be seventh. Ah, no, because Alpha Terry will lose points. Oh, good point. Uh, how many would they lose? They would be below. I they would drop to sixth and seventh. Yeah. So it would be close. It would be close. They'd lose four, I think. I'd probably wrong because it's late but and I can't uh, do it and I can't add up but, <laughs> well yeah. currently on the Formula 1 website Esteban Ocon scores 24 points and everyone below him scores zero mm. <laughs> it makes sense and 24 as well that's not right either <laughs> uh, you get 25 for it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a 25 didn't I no you said 24. 24 oh my god okay I need to go to bed um, fifth is, is Alpine with 77 Fourth is McLaren with 163 Tied with Ferrari Who lead on count back With one second place it's Second That's what will change If the res- result gets changed McLaren will go back in front of Ferrari Yes yeah. Yes they will uh, Second is Red Bull Racing With 291 points and then first, the new championship leaders, Mercedes, AMG, Petronas, Formula One team with 303 points. So there you go, kids. If you want to lead the championship, play bowling. Go bowling. <laughs> Send uh, your teammate bowling. So, F1 fantasy, everyone had a disaster. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I won. Yeah, you oh, yeah. Alex did like the best. <laughs> Alex was the Alex best of a bad bunch. Of everyone who did bat. Yeah, Alex. That's, that's the equivalent of Esteban Ocon winning a race. Alex, <laughs> Alex won by 30 points for Hungary. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't have won the win. <laughs> that's about as many points as Rich got. <laughs> How did I win? Oh, Sharp. I got 28. That's, that's less points than you got. Um, for, for smooth operator. That's my third team, to be Ooh, fair. That is, that, is, that is my my worst team. <laughs> it is a, that mean, <laughs> Carlos Sainz was the only person he scored. Uh, Sainz is no longer actually in that team. Uh, I subbed him out. I subbed him out a few weeks ago, to be fair, because he wasn't having a great run of form. I got, I got 47 points. I don't know where that had me in terms of Forty-seven. Yeah. Seventh. Yay. <laughs> uh, ben, ben got forty-eight. Ben, yeah. Next <laughs> yes. Heads up, people. Fifth is Richie with lick the stamp with fifty-one. That's my second team. Fourth is me with holy mac and cheese balls, which is my your first second team. team because it's my worst team. It's put down as my first team, but it's my worst team. Yeah, it's your first team. You submitted it first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's doing worse, and I've had it in there for longer. Being a with 59 points. Third is me again with Traffic Paradise, 74. Second is Richard with Pedal to the Battle with 81. The first team. is Alex with Hulkenberg with 111 points. But Hulkenberg has not returned. This is a false team. Yeah. Oh, false advertising. Yeah, so Hulkenberg hasn't actually rejoined uh, Formula 1, so I think we can disqualify Alex. Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, he's going to sit in a pale. To a Williams seat. 
Yeah, but he doesn't have one yet. Yeah, Are you suggesting because that's next year as well. So because my team is the Aston Martin reserve driver, I didn't have enough fuel. Yeah, in my yeah. in my team. So yes, yeah. qualifying. Okay. Uh, for those of you can, confused, my dog has has joined us for the last few minutes of recording. Just play the play the Sebastian Vettel team radio from Bahrain last year in the practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, now, thanks, Alex. More work to do. How <laughs> <laughs> should we say? Who let the dogs out? But, <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else for this week, guys? Or is that us? I'll, I'll try and not have another plumbing nightmare and have this episode actually come out on time. That, that would be useful. Mm. But I, I can't control a pipe suddenly leaking, so... So, I believe that does wrap us up, unless we have forgot anything. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's distracted by the dog. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking up for... I'm, I'm looking up the team radio already. I've got to get this sorted. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, so in that case, I do believe that wraps up this week's episode of the Turn 5 podcast. Join us next week for F3, W Series, and anything else we decide to ramble about. Probably more about the stewards, but a different set of stewards because it was the F3 race and not Fresh, Formula quick, 1. Quick question. Before we end the podcast, what's your dog called? Uh, Oscar. Yeah, yeah. But you never introduced <laughs> Roscoe. Yeah, you uh, never introduced Oscar. How could Yeah, you? so Oscar's, Oscar's here. Um <laughs> He's a bit camera shy, which is why he keeps looking away from the laptop towards my wall. <laughs> I mean, it could be an interesting wall for a winner. Who knows? Mm, very interesting <laughs> wall. But yeah, so that does wrap up this weekend's episode of the Turn 5 podcast. We hope you enjoyed and we will see you all next week. Have a good night, everyone. See you later. Bye.